even though I'm pretty sure her age qualified her fairly early in the process. Nonetheless, she just got her vaccine recently for COVID-19 and now wants to take the knowledge that she's gathered in making that decision and try to urge others to do the same. And she joins us here on the program. Hi, Debbie. Mitch, it's always good to talk to you. I'm fine. So I did not know this, and it wouldn't come up in conversations that we've had, I suppose, that you had a really severe reaction once to a vaccine. Tell us what happened with that and and tell us how that played into your fears of of getting this one, even though, as I say, you probably were eligible for it long before you ended up getting it. Okay, so we don't have to talk about the age. (laughs) (laughs) I was too. Come on. Be diplomatic, but... The fact of the matter is, is, and we'll tell you how long ago it was, because it was the swine flu shot. And I developed, it began as a stiffness, but I actually had a very difficult time walking and then lifting my arms. And it turned out that I had developed something called Guillain-Barre syndrome. I got over it. It lasted a number of months, but it's something that you never forget. So I've been afraid of vaccines or shots since then but I, I i spent a lot of time i was very open and honest most of my colleagues uh had their shots far sooner than i did they all fred up and offered to go and hold my hand and i was just really afraid but we're not going to be normal we're not going to have the life we're never going to have the life we once had but our new normal isn't going to return until we all get vaccinated so i did my research i talked to A number of doctors, I was lucky enough that Tony Fauci was one of them, but I talked to infectious disease at Michigan, my internist, other doctors, and I just realized what the risk was, and I had to take the shot, the shot. Yeah, and uh, no adverse effects for you this time around? Uh, It has been weeks, and nothing's happened, and I'm actually very carefully still double-masked, going to some events now because I have been vaccinated and I'm less afraid when I'm on the plane having to go back and forth. Yeah. Now you ultimately made the decision to get it, but there are still a lot of people in our state and particularly in Detroit who are not. I think I heard Mike Duggan say that it's basically two out of 10 in Detroit. And that percentage is never going to work if we're going to try to get to some kind of herd immunity in our biggest city what can really anybody on the outside, including politicians like yourself, do to try to convince people if they just don't want to get it? Well, first of all, I probably really understand um, people's being fearful because I was afraid. I mean, I was physically afraid to get this shot. And yet I also recognize that I didn't want to live inside my house. I didn't want to wear a mask. I, I, I miss people. I miss the life that I once had. So we've seen a lot of people get this vaccine now. We are not seeing, after the swine flu shot, there were, there were already cases of Gans Beret before I ever got the swine flu shot. You have not heard about people having significant consequences. Yes, you may get sick after the shot, but, you know, we shouldn't ever sugarcoat what could happen. But it's like having a, the flu. And those with the worst symptoms have had a fever for a day or two. 
There have been people that have been in the trials now for more than a year. There have not been any significant reports of things going wrong. And I, I think people need to recognize or understand that it's okay to be afraid. And I will go with people. I will tell you that right now. Now that I've had it, I'll go with people. And it's okay to be afraid. But just help find someone that can get you over it. Because in the end, that's your life isn't going to be what you want it to be until you get that yeah. vaccine. And uh, that's probably true whether you believe it medically or you're just going to have to accept it politically and socially because as uh, airlines and other organizations start saying, you're going to have to show us that you're vaccinated before you can go here as universities like Oakland University just establish you can't live in the dorms unless you're vaccinated. Now, you can say that's not right. That's not fair. Nobody should force people to have to take an injection just to live their lives. And I think you would have a legitimate argument. Just the same, the world is going to move in that direction because it's just overwhelmingly uh, the numbers on on that side. So you're right, Debbie, and and uh, we'll we'll trumpet your offer to uh, take anybody. You should start the Deb- Debbie Dingle uh, vaccine limo service. Right. <laughs> if you are if you want to get your shot, hop in the back with Debbie. We'll come up with yeah. some fancy slogan. Well, you know, well, I mean, I really will do it. You know, it's just. Look, right now the hospitals are full again, my friends, and it's not with people even my age. You didn't have to point that out, Mitch. But I never said your age. Mitch. I just said that you were qualified. As as a lawmaker, you were qualified early on. You could be 25, and you would have been qualified because you were a lawmaker. So there, we'll just go with that. I don't believe in cutting in line either, but the fact is um, the hospitals are full. I mean, that's what – and they're young people. They're people – 20 to 30 and 40 to 50 people are still dying we may be sick of covid but covid's not sick of us no covid's going to keep searching for hosts as long as covid is around congresswoman is there any data in our great state that indicates that now that the vaccine has become available it's been around that more michiganders are gonna go through and get it is there any data to support that well, I, people are afraid. I mean, that is a reality. And then people, you know, we're at a point now, everybody 16 and older is eligible for the vaccine. And people call and make appointments. For a while, there was a supply issue, and you couldn't get appointments. But very shortly, we're going to hit the tipping point of people who are afraid and aren't going to want to go. So we've got a few more weeks of those who want it, getting it. But we are not going to hit the number we need until we start to That's convince right. those that we're... I, look, I was chicken. I'm the first to admit it. I went, we're going to have to convince a lot of other people to do that, too. Mm. Debbie, thanks for your uh, courage on that. Thanks for sharing the story. And uh, we'll we'll spread the word. If we get some calls and people want to take a ride with you, we'll call you up and tell yeah. you. We'll arrange I'm it for curious. you. Give Dingle a tingle. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I Thank you. I, I mean, people need a friend sometimes. And that's uh, what we're all here. We all need friends. I'll say. 